You are welcome to a great moment in destiny. God is about to speak directly to you and the message coming right up is crafted by heaven not just to challenge you but to align your destiny. As you embrace divine instruction, expect that God's word is bringing about revival, healing, restoration and transformation to your entire life. With faith in your heart and great expectation, join me and receive God's word through his choice vessel, Apostle Goodheart, Obi Ekwene. We stand in a new season giving you praise and glory for the things you intend to birth in, through, with, by, for us in this season. Our hearts are ready with eager anticipation. We ask that you speak clearly and expressly. We know we will give you the praise, the glory, and the honor. In Jesus' wondrous name we pray. Let the sanctified saints shout a big amen. Micah, not Malachi, Micah. <laughs> Micah 2.13. I want to read from the Amplified Version and get ready to read with me Acts 1 verse 8. Micah 2.13 Amplified Classic. One, two, three, go. The breaker, the Messiah, will go up before them. They will break through, pass in through the gate, and go out through it. And their king will pass on before them, the Lord at their head. I'm excited already. Once again, the breaker, the Messiah, will go up before them. They will break through. They will pass in through the gate and go out through it. And their king will pass on before them, the Lord at their head. Hallelujah. I've got good news for you. The breaker is in the house. He's here to break every limit, every limitation. He's here to remove every ceiling, every veil, to move every mountain. The breaker is in the house. Acts 1.8 But you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you and you shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria unto the uttermost part of the earth. Reach out to your neighbor tell them, I am powered by the Holy Ghost. I am powered by the Holy Ghost. For the Simon this morning, powered by the Holy Ghost. Father, thank you for blessing your word. Now bless the teaching and perhaps the preaching of the self-same word will vow to return the praise, the glory and honor back unto you. In Jesus' wondrous name we pray. You may be still in God's wonderful presence. I am powered by the Holy Ghost. Not cast by the ghost. <laughs> not by any kind of spirits. But by the Holy Spirit of God. Empowered by the Holy Ghost. Not powered by the economy of the nation. Not powered of the times and the seasons. Not powered by the plague that may seem to come upon the face of the earth. But powered by the Holy Ghost. Though you live in the world, you are not of the world system. And so therefore, the lot and the experiences of the world will not be your portion in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You are Powered by the Holy Ghost. Dearly beloved, for those who are students of Scripture, 
you will have come to understand that the God we serve and know is a triune God. What we've come to understand to be a God of Trinity. God the Father, God the Word, or God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. God the Father, God the Word, or God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. We find that all through the ages, from the beginning of time to the end of time, that God has lovingly, joyfully, and gladly revealed himself to mankind progressively. From one level of progression to the next level of progression. We began to see in the Bible that God the Father was revealed or made manifest in particular in the Old Testament. From the book of Genesis to the book of Malachi, you see very actively, not alone, but very actively, the expression of God the Father in those chapters. We see again that in the Gospels, synoptic Gospels, which are made up of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, we see another facet of the revelation of God, which is God the Son. John 1 1 in the beginning was the word and God, the word was with God the word was God the word was with God in the beginning and all that was created was created by God in him was life and the life was the light of men but it says and the word became flesh and dwelt amongst men so the word which was in heaven uh, took on flesh and walked upon the earth and called Jesus he said he shall be called Emmanuel uh, God with us Praise God, somebody. So the revelation of Jesus was the revelation of the word of the Lord living amongst men, amongst people. He was at Capernaum. He was at Gennesaret. He was at the river of John. He was in different places. He was amongst men. God came to dwell in the midst of men. But if we thought that it was good enough, God thought it fit to reveal another phase or facet of himself called the Holy Ghost. And Jesus said that it is expedient that I go away. The word expedient means advantageous. It's more advantageous that I, Jesus, will go away. If I go not away, I will not send another comforter. But when I go away, I will send another comforter like myself, Kodiata, who will not only be with you as a man, but will be in you, so we see God reveal himself again in the next facet as the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost is not just with you as Jesus was with people, but Jesus, or rather still, yes, Jesus, yes, and the Holy Ghost is now in you. He is in you and he's in somebody who is in Japan and Tokyo. He is everywhere at the same time. Somebody child, Holy Ghost. You see, it's quite interesting that in the day and age we live in now, we have subtly and gradually began to be so organized, so systematic, so planned, so sequenced, that we've unknowingly begun to organize the Holy Ghost out of our services. You see, it's as though the Lord knew what I was share today, and I was so grateful that as the worship leader began to lead her song, you could see she was caught by the Holy Ghost. She had a preparation, she escorted her song, prepared to sing her song but the moment she got here i'm so glad the holy ghost took over all she began to shout was the name i said that's it we have not been so organized to organize away the holy ghost is good to plan it's good to be organized but please after planning let the holy ghost be the holy ghost in your life the holy ghost will do much more in your life than one word from the mouth of a preacher 
Somebody shout, Holy Ghost. Ay, 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 And the Bible declares in Acts 1.8, in the words of Jesus, and you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. You shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Please, for emphasis, don't get me wrong. Don't take my teaching out of place. I did not say that there was a time on the earth there was only God the Father present. I didn't say that. Neither did I say there was any time on the earth where there was only Jesus present. No. Neither is there any time where there is only the Holy Ghost. No. They are always here. But I speak of progressive expression of the Father, of the Word, and the Holy Ghost. The Bible declares in Genesis 1. In the beginning... God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. Hebrew says, without form and void. Shapeless. Something happened from verse 1 and verse 2. It was without form and void. But hear this. And darkness was upon the face of the earth. And the Spirit of God moved or hovered upon the face of the earth. The next verse says, And God said, So we see there, right there, the Trinity was active. The Father, the Holy Ghost hovering upon the face of the earth. But a word was released to line up with the Holy Ghost. Saints, you've got to understand as a New Testament saint, you are blood washed, blood bought. You don't only have the Father living in you as your Father. You have Jesus in you. Bible declares, Christos in you is the hope of glory. Hello somebody. Colossians 1.27. Christ in you is the hope of glory. But I've got to announce you, you also have the person, the presence and the power of the Holy Ghost living in you. Somebody shout, he's in me. But until you speak, the Holy Ghost may just be hovering. Speak the word. Speak the word. Speak the word. Speak the word. I am the blessed. Speak the word. I am the head and not the tail. Speak the word. I'm the heel, not the sick. Speak the word in spite of the darkness on the earth. In spite of the storm looming. God said, and let there be light. Don't speak what you experience. Don't speak what you see. Speak what you want to see. Speak what the word says over you. Speak the word. You are the blessed, not the cursed. Speak the word. You are the head and not the tail. Speak the word. But we see something interesting in the book of Acts. That the Holy Ghost came in the fullness of his power. Not just amongst believers, but in believers. Acts 2, 1 to 4. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly, somebody shout suddenly. 
I perceive the God of divine suddenly is stepping into your life, into your situation, into your circumstance, into your matter, into your homes, into your family, into your finance, into your business. I speak of the God of divine suddenly. Suddenly you hear a word. Come up here. Suddenly you hear it's time for promotion. Suddenly you hear it's a change of levels. Somebody shout suddenly. And suddenly, Katoskida, there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. And they appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire. And it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. They were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And they began to speak in tongues as the Holy Ghost gave them utterance. So the Holy Ghost gives you the utterance and the unction but it's for you to speak. But guess what? He comes to anoint you with fire and with power. Grants you utterance and unction is for you to speak. What they received here wasn't tongues. What they received on the day of Pentecost was power. Hello somebody. For some people, we mistook that what gave us, what God gave us was just tongues. No, tongues are evidence of you, the truth that you receive power. He said, and you shall receive power, not tongues. You shall receive power when the Holy Ghost has come upon him. So my question is, if you receive power and tongues, show me the power. You've got to show the power. Why? The devil is a ruthless, brutal bulldog. He only understands the language of power. Matthew 11, 12. Since the days of John the Baptist, the kingdom of God suffered violence and the violence take it by force. That means by power, you will seize what belongs to you. Hello, somebody. By power, you seek, seek so you, you, you draw your help. You take what God has rightfully made available for you in redemption. Somebody said, Power. Luke 10 19. Behold, I give unto you what? Power to tread upon serpent and scorpions and over every power of the devil, and nothing means nothing shall by any means hurt you, beloved. By the virtue of the baptism of the Holy Ghost, you've been immersed in the world of power, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Come on, shout up, believe in amen. You are called by God by this baptism to live in a hot free zone. Nothing means nothing. So you're living in a world that is hot free zone. Somebody said that's my portion. Hallelujah. Psalm 110 verse number 1 to 3. Talking about power. The Lord said unto my Lord, sit thou at my right hand until I make your enemies thy footstool. Talking about Jesus. Talking about Jesus. The Lord shall send the rod of thy strength out of Zion. Rule thou in the midst of your friends. Rule thou in the midst of breakthroughs. Rule down the midst of seeming advantage for you? No, sir. No, ma. Rule thou in the midst of your enemies. 
That means this kind of power that has come upon some, will come upon others this morning, is guaranteeing you to rule in the midst of your foes. When we were young, we prayed, kill my enemies. But now we're growing a little bit. We pray, don't kill them. Keep them alive so they will see what I will become. The psalmist declared, the Lord prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Let your enemies live long enough to see God elevate you to your throne. Joseph, they saw you in the pit. May they live long enough for you to come into your palace as vice regent of the entirety of the nation. Rule thou in the midst of thine enemies. Thy people shall be willing when in the day <laughs> there is a day of his power <laughs> in the beauties of holiness from the womb of the morning thou hast the dew of thy youth there is a day of his power i believe the body of christ is coming and has come in to this third day of the day of his power hosea 6 to after two days i will revive you but on the third day the day of power the day of resurrection i will not only revive i will raise you up i believe there is a raise up anointing that is coming upon the church he said in that day the graves will hear my voice and the graves shall be open that means anything everything dead at the instant of the voice of God will rise up again I declare over you dry bones rise up again dying dry wombs at 55 rise up again dying hearts and kidneys livers rise up again dying finances rise up again why is the third day Psalm 6 6 verse 3 somebody shout power that's what you got not just tongues you got the power can you shout I've got the power I've got the power can you express the power for one minute across the nations release your prayer language otherwise ask the Holy Ghost to baptize you now he said if a father will not give to a child stone when he asks for bread how much more shall your heavenly father give you the Holy Ghost when you ask him are you born again you qualify for the Holy Ghost baptize me with fire the people that will thrive in our day and age are people who are blazed with fire with the Holy Ghost one preacher said all I need to do is to burn and people will come to watch me burn may you burn with zeal may you burn with the Holy Ghost fire no longer 50 50 compromising believer no you are going all the way Bible declares your fire will not depart from your altar it will burn night and day but you put wood on that altar everybody some fire set my life ablaze I want to be on fire on passion for you let the zeal of the Lord consume my are you praying let the zeal of the Lord consume make me another man as in the day that David was anointed the spirit came upon him oh God baptize me afresh with the Holy Ghost Chateau Pelosa I sense him tingling all over me. I sense him all over this room and all over the airwaves. Somebody shall fire. It's called the spirit of the breaker. He breaks cancerous cells. 
He breaks mountains. He fills valleys. He breaks hearts not functioning properly and makes them right. He sets kidneys right. Somebody under my voice, under dialysis. Your days of needing dialysis, they are over. Somebody say yes. Every reasonable manufacturer knows to have spare parts. How much more your creator of creators i've got news for you he's got new wombs for somebody he's got new kidneys for somebody new pancreas new eyes 2020 vision coming your way new liver hey hey new lungs shout yes you receive power not just tongues oh micah 2 13 the breaker, the Messiah, will go before Roderick and home across the nations. Sons and daughters join to this apostolic house. The breaker has gone before us. Hmm. They will break through. We will break through in this season. Yes, yes. Break through hard grounds. Break through limits and limitations. Break through the things that were so hard for eight months of the year. Why? The breaker has stepped in. Things that were impossible for eight months. Guess what? They are about to be made. But why? The breaker is in the house. Hey. When he steps in, he doesn't take sides. He takes over. I prophesy to somebody under the sound of this preacher. May the Lord not only take sides, but may the Lord take over your battle. Where they said no, you receive a yes in this week. The door shut in that you are about to swing wide open for you. Where you were tolerated, you're about to become a celebrity. Where you were refused and denied, rejected, you're about to be accepted. Get ready. The breaker is in the house. Four things. You need to know if you're going to grow and mature in Christ as a believer. Number one, you need to know what God has done for you in redemption. Right, please. Four things to know if you're going to grow in, as a child of God. Number one, know the blessings and the benefits that are contained in redemption. The psalmist declared in Psalm 103 verse 1, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not. There are benefits of being redeemed from the law of the Lord. Psalm 107 verse 2, Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. You have benefits. Long life, health, abundance, his presence. You can name them. They're called benefits of redemption. Galatians 3, 13 and 14. Write down. Galatians 3, 13 and 14. Thank you, Jesus. Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. Aren't you grateful? Mm. For it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree, that's a cross now, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles, which were you and I through Jesus Christ that we might receive, guess what? The promise of the Spirit through faith. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you get that? 
You got blessings when you're redeemed. Listen, but the apex, the, the blessing of the blessing is the Holy Spirit. Oh, come on, come on, come on. It's not just health, not just wealth, not just safety. No, the blessing of the blessing, the crowning blessing is you have, oh man, look at that. Put it again. The Holy Spirit said that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through Him. So much I've got the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is worth more than money. It's more than breakthroughs, more than lifting. Why? He's a carrier of every good thing. The Holy Ghost. Number two thing to know. Know who the Father is to you. In other words, understand the father-son relationship. You're no longer a bastard. You're no longer uh, ostracized. A servant and a slave. No, you're now a child of the living God. Romans 8.15. Please write down to 17. Romans 8.15 to 17. Write down and go back and check the scriptures. For you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry, Abba Father. Hear carefully. Um, the spirit himself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. Not servants, not slaves. You're a child of God. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh boy. And if children, then hears. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Hears of God. Guess what? Not just hears, but he, he called me. I don't know about you. I'm, it's frightening, but he called me a joint, a co-heir with Christ. If so be that we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified. So no, you've got a papa in heaven. Mm, mm. You, you know in Nigeria uh, you Nigerians know how to say do, do you know who I am do, do you know who my daddy is uh, but, but I got news for you now I don't speak of my biological papa or spiritual papa I speak of my heavenly father you, you don't know who my papa in heaven is he's almighty not just might he's powerful all powerful he can move mountains out of the way he can cause water to come from the rock he is one that raises the dead back again he will feed a multitude of manner in the wilderness. That's my papa. So much that I got a wonderful daddy. The knowledge that you have a father in God is amazing. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's my daddy. He's tender, he's loving, he's full of compassion, he's slow to anger, he's tender, mercies over all his works. That's my papa. He's not one with a stick to knock me down. No, he's negotiating for things to work together for my good. That's my papa. He's a loving father. He's full of compassion. He's low to anger. His tender mercies are over all his works. That's my daddy. He may be just your God. Oh God, oh God. No. When you pray, Jesus said, pray thus, our father, not our God. Our father. Pater, Father, our Father who is in heaven, not on the earth, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So much, I got a wonderful Papa. The spirit of adoption cries and witnesses that you are a child of the living God. Number three thing you need to know, know what Christ is doing for you at the right hand of the Father God. You're wondering, what is Christus doing there? When he rose from the grave, 
the Bible declares he was made to sit at the right hand of the father let me share with you just one major thing he's doing for you at the right hand of the father Hebrews 7 24 25 <laughs> know God as your father know what Jesus Christ is doing now for you Hebrews 7 24 25 but this man because he continueth ever talking about Jesus the high priest have an unchangeable priesthood therefore or wherefore he is able also to save them to the uttermost that come unto God by him hear what seeing he ever liveth to make intercession for them he is able to save you to the uttermost he ever lives you know what it means for somebody to intercede for you to stand in the gap on behalf for another I can intercede for you that's wonderful but you know when Jesus intercedes for you do you think there are any prayers Jesus will pray for you my son you my daughter that Abba Father will not hear no every prayer Jesus prays on my behalf on your behalf Abba Father is hearing now forget that stuff that Mary is praying uh, St. Paul is praying nah 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 forget that ain't scriptural Jesus is your highest intercessor in heaven you don't need the prayer of whatever it is Saint Bartholomew Saint Andy no all I need is a prayer of my high priest his name is Jesus hey the Bible declares we have a high priest who is touched with the feelings of our infirmities can I tell you more than me your pastor Jesus knows what you feel he knows your circumstance your situation your trepidation your anxiety your occasion for worry he knows it and I tell you something he is praying for you just out of the amen to his prayers amen come on say amen. amen to the prayers of Jesus we say what amen Ah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Number four thing to know. Know the Holy Spirit. Or better still, know what the Holy Spirit is doing in you today. Four things. There's number four. Know what the Holy Spirit is doing in you now. I want to run through a few things he's doing. If I have time, I'll race to seven. Otherwise, I'll stop when my time is over. Number one thing he's doing, he is quickening. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. The Holy Ghost is energizing your mortal bodies. Hi, Kotopalandegade. What is the Holy Ghost doing now? He is quickening. He is energizing my mortal body. Romans 8, 10 and 11. Write it down. And if Christ be in you, huh, he is in you as the Holy Ghost. The body is dead because of sin. But the spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the spirit of him that raised up Christ from the dead, guess what? Dwells in you. I, I love to just meditate on this scripture and think and imagine he dwells in me. He's not inactive in me. Hear what he's doing. 
He that raised up Christ from the dead. Woo! So Kalada shall also quicken your mortal bodies. How? By his spirit. Oh boy. That dwelleth in you. Did you get me? He is not inactive within you. He is there. Not dormant. He's active. What is he doing? If you let him be, he will quicken your heart. Yes, 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 yes. He will quicken your lungs. Quicken your kidney, your pancreas, your eyesight. He, what? He's there as a quickener. The word quicken is to make alive again. Quicken. Hallelujah. As a quickener also, he comes to make for freedom and for liberty. Bible declares in 2 Corinthians 3.17 Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. So the Holy Ghost is there to quicken and is there to make for your liberty and freedom. Isaiah 10.27 It said when you are anointed, the anointed shall be yoke destroying, burden lifting power of God. So he is a quickener and is a freedom emancipator. Hello somebody? That's the Holy Ghost. Number two, what does he do? The Holy Ghost is in you to lead and to guide you. It's there to lead and to guide you. Romans 8.14 For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. He said to lead and to guide you. The primary way of God leading and guiding the saints is by the Holy Spirit. Or through what we call the inner witness. The promptings and the dealings of the Holy Spirit with your spirit. You're led by the Holy Ghost. And if you're his child, it is commonplace to be led. Children are led by the Holy Ghost. Please determine to follow the leadings and the promptings of the Holy Ghost. You will be the better off for it. He will lead you out of trouble into peace. He will lead you out of all kinds of evil intended into rest. He guides and he leads. Hmm. Job 32 verse 8 says, There is a spirit man and the inspiration of the breath of almighty God gives him understanding. So by his spirit to your spirit, he leads you. Proverbs 20, 27. The spirit of a man is the candle of the Lord searching all the inward parts of the valley. So the Holy Ghost will use your spirit to search your heart, to lead and to guide you. Spirit to spirit. Write down, because of time, 1 Corinthians 2, 9 to 11. That's number three point. The Holy Ghost is in you to reveal and to teach truth. That scripture I gave is for that. 1 Corinthians 2, 9 to 11. He's in you to reveal and to teach truth. Right again, John 16, 13 to 14. That I will read. John 16, 13 to 14. How be it when he, the spirit of truth, woo, hallelujah, is a teacher, is come, he will guide you into all truth. <laughs> I pray in this season of the breaker, you will receive his guidance, his leadings, and his tutelage. He's a master teacher. So we have an anointing within us. We have no need to be taught by another teacher. First John 2 20 and 27. That we have because we have an unction within us. Please write down first John 2 20 and 27. We have an unction within us. That unction is a teacher. Hallelujah. 
and he will show you things to come he shall glorify me for he shall receive of mine and shall show it unto you he's a teacher he's a teacher he's a teacher can somebody declare holy spirit i embrace you i acknowledge you as my teacher look at the scripture i quoted first john 2 27 it will bless you but the anointing which you have received of him abides in you and you need not that any man teach you but as the same anointing teach you of all things and his truth and it's no lie and even as it hath taught you you shall abide in him you see it's not that you don't have a teacher the lord gave us fivefold ministers of the apostle the prophet the pastors and evangelists they're ministers of the word right but you see you see the thing is the teacher of teachers is the one who's on your inside so were i ever to teach you something if you're really the child of god that that alarm bells goes off not out of your own wrong faulty teachings but out of a sincere witness of the holy ghost you get what hold on to that word take it away don't eat it go home and open your scriptures like the Berean Christians in Acts 17 look and to see if what was taught you was so why the teacher of teachers that has no error is the one within you every human being is limited it was only Jesus who was anointed with that measure everybody has the anointing with a measure but the teacher of teachers in you it can't go wrong so whatever you hear now we're in the a and a, a, a age of social media online you found many many teachers now online you hear all kinds of stuff please watch what you hear be selective of your diet the diet that makes fear is not likely to be god the diet that brings anxiety is not likely to be god the diet that encourages loose living lasciviousness sinful living relaxed living without a sense of witness to your conscience is not of God why God is a holy God it's not what you like to hear that you will hear said the time of, will come in the end age when men will heap up teachers having eaten ears and they go about just hearing what they want to hear if all the diet you hear is breakthrough, 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 no purity, no holiness, you have all men most miserable. May none lose their soul and gain the world. <laughs> we must teach with a balance by the help of God. Number what? Number four. What the Holy Ghost is doing in you now. He helps us to walk our salvation mm. Mm. when you said yes to Jesus oh yes redemption was put in your spirit man all that you need for life and godliness was inside you but you know as you grow and mature in Christ you grow and mature you need to work out what God walked in you Philippians 2 12 and 13 write down please Philippians 2 12 13 he helps our obedience wherefore my beloved as you have always obeyed not as my presence only, but now much more in my absence, walk out your own salvation. How? With fear and trembling, for it is God which walketh in you, that's the Holy Ghost. Whenever you hear in you, loudly is the Holy Ghost, which walks in you, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Somebody shout, Lord Jesus, help my obedience to be complete. Holy Spirit, I yield myself to your leadings, your dealings, your instructions in the name of Jesus Christ. He steers our heart to obey him. First to be willing and then to obey. What? That, 
don't you love the Holy Ghost? He helps you to be willing and then to obey. Abba. That's new covenant. Number five. The Holy Spirit gives us the hope of glory. Colossians 1.27 To whom God will make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Wow. You know what? He is the earnest inheritance we have in God. Like I said to you, the real blessing is beyond the blessings, is the blessing of the Holy Ghost. Ephesians 1, 13 and 14. In whom you also trusted, and after that you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that you believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, <laughs> which is the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession unto the praise of his glory. I'll race through the last two points. Number six, the Holy Spirit helps our sanctification process. Jesus is coming for a church without spot or wrinkle. Ephesians 5, 26, 27. And the Holy Spirit is there to help us to be sanctified and consecrated. First Peter 1, 15. But as he which hath called you is holy, so be holy in all manner of conversation because it is written be ye holy for I am holy. Obadiah 1.17 is the Holy Ghost that walks for deliverance, walks for purity, and walks for prosperity. Number seven, the Holy Ghost helps our prayer life. Romans 8.26 and 27 and we'll pray. Likewise, the Spirit also helps our weaknesses for we know not what we should pray for as we ought to pray. But the Spirit himself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And he that searcheth the hearts knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. So when the Holy Ghost helps you to pray, it's perfect will. We know we should pray. But sometimes we don't quite pray as we ought to pray. The Holy Ghost is there to help you to pray as you ought to pray. As we go before the Lord's table this beautiful day, I want to remind you of the promises made in Zechariah 9 11. I read to you here and we'll pray over the element. Bless the Lord. As for thee also, Rajikanham, by the blood of thy covenant, I have sent forth thy prisoners out of the pit wherein is no water. It's liberty and freedom by the blood. Turn you to the stronghold. We do so to this hour. We turn to the stronghold, what? Of the blood covenant. It's a stronghold. They that run into the name, they defend it. We're running into the stronghold. When the amber months, it's known by the world that the amber months bring evil. But this hour, as a global family, we're running into the stronghold of the blood. When I see the blood, I will pass over you. We overcome by the blood, by the word of our testament, having all of our lives unto death. Stronghold of the blood covenant. You prince of hope, even today, say today, 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 today do I declare that I will render double unto the Orochic. <laughs> when I'm Ben Judah for me, fill the bow with Ephraim, fill the bow with Ephraim and raise up thy sons, O Zion, against thy, my sons, O Greece, and make thee as the sword of a mighty man. 
guess what? And the Lord shall be seen over them, over us, and his arrow shall go forth as the lightning. And the Lord God shall blow the trumpet and shall go with the whirlwinds of the south. Guess what? The Lord of hosts shall defend them, defend us, and they shall deform and subdue with sling stones, and they shall drink and make a noise as through wine, and they shall be filled like bowls and as the corners of the altar. And the Lord their God shall save them in that day as a flock of his people, for they shall be as the stones of a crown lifted up as an ensign unto the land. Wherever you are, Will you rise up on your feet? Spend the next one minute just talk to God very quickly. If you're here under the sound of my voice across the nations electronically, you're not born again, you're saying, Man of God, pray with me. I want to turn my entire life to Jesus. I'm more than glad to do that. For those who are saints born again, ask the Lord to forgive you and to cleanse you. In any area of unconfessing, go before the Lord. So when you come to the table of covenant, we're to ask for forgiveness, we're to examine ourselves to see if there be any sins. First John 1 9, if we confess our sins and, 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 and fault, he's faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. Pray with me for those who are rededicating their life or those who are saying yes to God for the very first time before we go to the table of covenant. Pray with me, Heavenly Father, here and online. Heavenly Father, let's pray together. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I come to you just as I am. I open the door of my heart, inviting you, Jesus, to be my Lord and my Savior. Forgive me all my sins. From today, with my heart, I believe unto righteousness. With my mouth, I confess unto salvation. I decree and declare, in the company of saints, I am blood-washed, blood-bought child of the living God. Thank you, Jesus. From today, for all of my earthly days, for all of eternity, by your mercy, by your grace, I will live for you and live in you. In Jesus' name, amen. You have just experienced the preaching and teaching ministry of Good Heart Obi Ekweme, lead pastor of Revival House of Glory International Church, Rogic, and the apostolic leader of the Horn of Revival Ministry, a global outreach ministry mandated to carry the torch of revival across cities and nations. If you would like to ask a question, share your prayer request or testimony, or get more messages or books from Apostle Goodheart, please call or text 0805-223-4444 or email info at rogic.org. That is info at rhogic dot org. Also download the Horn of Revival Ministry app on Google Play or Apple Store to connect with a variety of quality resources including Rogic Radio and our refreshing daily devotions to take you higher in life and for real-time ministry you can follow apostle goodheart on twitter the handle is at pastor goodheart and on instagram the handle is at apostle goodheart keep hearing the word of god it will produce intimacy with your spirit for uncommon encounters on the earth